0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Comedy Castle Podcast. I'm Joel Fragomeni, your host. We're going to talk about what's going on at the Comedy Castle this week. We got a fun interview with our headliner, Melanie Hearn, for you in just a couple minutes. Uh, but let's get into this. The last weekend before Christmas. So, uh, Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. And if you want to be festive, these are the shows you can come to this week. Starting on Tuesday, December 19th, the Advanced Comedy Class Showcase. Those are my students of the Advanced Comedy Class. They're performing for you on Tuesday the 19th. That may be today as you're hearing this, or it might be have already happened. (laughs) But they're appearing. It's going to be a real fun show. Great lineup of guests, too, including former students, Melissa Hager. Josiah Jones, and Megan Nyesti. And they've all done my class in the past, and they're going to come back and work with the noobs (laughs) in the advanced comedy class. Fun group of guys, though. You're going to like that show. You should come out. And then uh, the following night, Wednesday, the 20th, the beginner comedy class showcase, the 101 comedy class showcase. That's at 730 p.m. as well. So 7.30 on both nights for those. And then starting on Thursday, Melanie Hearn makes her headlining debut at the Comedy Castle starting at 7.30 p.m. on Thursday, the 21st, Friday, December 22nd. There are shows at 7.15 and 9.45 p.m. and then 7 p.m. and 9.30 on Saturday, December 23rd. Melanie Hearn with Kevin Johnson and Johanna Mendronda opening. So an all Detroit lineup. Funny Detroit comics, working it this weekend, and uh, Melanie. Let's talk about Melanie. Let's talk about this interview that I got coming up for you because it's a good one. Melanie, somebody that I maybe have seen since the first show she ever did. We talked about that, and I I was thinking about that after we did it. I know, oh, yeah, I was probably at that show, um, but been tearing it up everywhere she goes. She's a huge hit. She has a a real sort of uh, in-your-face style, but it's likable. She walks that line between being, uh, you know, she can get loud, she can fire up, but she's always likable. You agree with her. That's what really makes her uh, very relatable. Uh, You'll hear her talk about her Coles bit, which she developed in the 101 comedy class. For those of you that want to do comedy, this lady this weekend, Miss Melanie Hearn, who's headlining. Took the comedy class, developed this bit about Kohl's. That got her recognized, got her on television. You'll hear that story. Uh, we talk about Christmas parties. Boy, we had, <laughs> we had some last weekend at the club. Uh, you'll hear some stories from that one. And about my family Christmas party. I had a family Christmas party over the weekend. It was a good one, though. Enjoyed that. Uh, what else do we talk about? She'll tell us where. She wants to go to do comedy in 2024. She's got a plan, too, and I think she's going to do it. And you might surprise you where she wants to go, but I'd imagine she'll do well there. So, you know, like I said, I've known Melanie a long time. We had a real fun talk and uh, really proud of her. I believe she did my class, too, I believe, right after she did the beginner one and. You know, she's one of those people that I don't know I taught anything to, to be honest. She was she was pretty good from the start, but she's really honed it. She's worked on it. Uh, I'm really excited for her weekend and I'm excited for you to listen to our talk. Let's get into it right now. Here's Melanie Hearn. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, on the other end of my line, we have this week's headliner and and I'm real excited for this week. Melanie Hearn. Say hi to everybody. You're on the Comedy Castle podcast. Hi, everybody. And this it's is, comedian Melanie Hearn. It is comedian Melanie Hearn, our headliner, which is, uh, you know, uh, uh, maybe a term people don't ever have said about them <laughs> as comedians. Headliner of <laughs> <in> the Comedy <laughs> Castle. What a huge accomplishment. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. Like, this is a full circle moment for me, so I can't right. wait.
0: Because you you told me just before we started here that you the first club you ever played was the Comedy Castle.
1: I actually I took the class in okay, 2014
0: yeah, yeah. with right. Bill, yeah, and then I did my
1: uh, graduation show January uh, 2015,
0: and then December of 2023. Here I am, here in the club. And and when I was getting a hold of you to set this up, I was looking at old messages that you and I had sent. I don't know if you looked at those, but it was mm-hmm. uh, it was I think let me try to read it here without without uh, giving. I I wrote to you. If you want to get booked in 17, send an email to Mark Ridley. So, this is August of 16. (laughs) I'm telling you, you're asking me for advice. I give it to you. And here we are, seven years later. Because I listened. You did. You did everything right. You're funny. I listened. You're a nice person to deal with. You know, you show up on time, everything. You're doing it all right. Listen, if we can all do it the male way. But
1: no, I, I learned um but I learned from Mark Really's. They taught me a lot and when I started travelling across the country and doing um other shows and other venues, you really get to appreciate the, the order and the uh, you know, the way stuff is ran and everything like that, because everybody's not the same way. Some of these people are all over the place. So I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate Mark Really's honestly. Well, it's
0: it's you know, we've been there forty five years next year and you know, it all starts with Mark. He 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 set the he put the template in place for all of us to to go by and it's worked. So uh um so let's talk about uh, starting out in comedy for you. Cuz I remember you talking about you were working at Coles and that bit was so funny. I don't know if you, yeah. you I, I don't know if you work at Coles anymore, probably not, but what a funny <laughs> thing just to grab everybody, you know?
1: Yeah, I did. When I first started, uh I was I was working at Kohl's and um Cole's actually worked so much material for me. I didn't even realize (laughs) that I would get so much material. And I remember standing there on stage and trying to write my first five-minute bit. And, you know, Bill was just, like, asking me about what my day was at Mm -hmm. work. And I was just venting about my day at work. And (laughs) it became a set. And I was like,
0: wow. Which I still use to this day six, seven years later. Yeah, well, that's the inspiration comes from your daily life. And, you know, that's a thing that everybody – you know, you walk into Kohl's and as a customer, you're you're frustrated with the giant line. And as the workers, you're frustrated with us being in your line and all that, you know. Yeah, and I
1: feel like I'm the voice the, of the other side, you know, mm-hmm. like the the person like the – because I've had a lot of weird jobs. So I feel like I'm the person that's talking to yeah. the customer.
0: Where right. It's like you are not always right. As a matter of fact, you're wrong <laughs> 99% of the time. You're just dead wrong because 99% of the time you're wrong. Well, that makes for such good comedy because people always want to hear what it's like doing the, uh, you know, the thing that they don't see behind the scenes, you know, oh, all that gosh. stuff. This guy on TikTok talking about McDonald's and like millions of people are, you know, listen, to this guy just it and, and
1: after and day, like they don't know what a double cheeseburger is. We've yeah. been coming here since 1935. <laughs> How do you not know what to get at McDonald's? Yeah. i will going them too. I, the next person, say, um, <laughs> at any fast food restaurant, I'm just pulling off. I'm That's just it. for real. You don't get to order. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I don't I don't think these restaurants have changed much. In fact, I think no, they've gotten Wendy's worse. It's Wendy's. gotten worse.
1: They've gotten terrible. Now, like now I feel like they got too much stuff on the
0: on the menu, That's like true. the Baconator yeah. and all that. Let me just get a regular four for four. Yeah. Right. That I understand, but I'm definitely there with you. So do you do you like the screen? And do you like to go in and hit that, that kiosk and just type your stuff in and take as long as you want? You know what? No. No,
1: I'm not there <laughs> for that. No. No, i like human interaction. Yeah. No, I like to talk to people. And I don't want to do that kiosk. It's nasty. That's Somebody else hands is on true. there.
0: Well, you no, do, you no. can do, I think you can do the app at most places now, too.
1: And then the app is another thing because then I can't remember my my password, so now I can't get into the McDonald's app because it's telling me I already got a user. It's too uh-huh. much. No, let me talk to somebody normal. I'm uh-huh. straight. Let me just talk to somebody That's behind good. the window. That's it. Regular attitude. You know, I'm, plus I miss <laughs> people with attitudes. What you want? Yeah. Thank you. You yeah. know. What I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's uh yeah customer service has not gotten better. I, I mean I worked at the movie theater. That was my sort of high school college job was at the movie theater and boy, did we see some dumb shit at the movie theater? Oh my goodness.
1: I'm telling you, I'm Uh, willing to bet Joe. Yeah. Mark my words now. Five years from here, we're going to be begging for bad customer service because we ain't going to (laughs) have nobody to talk to at the machines. The AI are going to be so irritated with you. (laughs) We're going to be begging for bad customer service because we ain't going to have none.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't think that any, you know, all the technology they throw at it, it's not any faster and it's really not any better. So
1: it's not, especially at yeah. like the self checkout at CVS when you want to do yeah. it yourself, and then the machine telling you you still gotta have somebody come help you. Yeah, right. Are you gonna help me
0: find me in the first place. Uh, the Kroger thing—they must think that because they do a thing. Maybe you know better than me, uh, working more retail. But you know, I'm—you're on camera, and it'll show like a little box, like suspicious, like literally, I can see it. It'll say like when the guy comes over and he keys in, it'll say. Suspicious movement. Customer took something off of the, and I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like, I'm doing something suspicious at the self checkout, and I don't know what it is." Rearranging bags. Rearrange your bags. That's it. That's that's it. Yeah, I do that. I do. That's it. Or I take the thing. uh, uh, If you have the the bags on the bottom, and that starts to fill up, and you have that little tray on the top, you put your bags on the top. Forget about it. They think you're stealing the whole store if you do that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they do. It's ridiculous. But you know what? I've seen some people steal the whole story in front of me too. I've seen some people, and I'm just looking like so. I seen one man, it, it probably had to be like at least a hundred, not like a basket full of mm. stuff. The lady took too long to come and help him finish whatever it was, and yeah. he just left. Because yeah. you can't you don't have a really a way of policing him. Like the only thing you'll see is him on the thing, but he just left. Yeah.
0: Well. What can you do? I don't know. You can't do anything. I mean, they're busting yeah. me. I mean, you think I? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't I'm think I look. Do I look suspicious? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't think you were suspicious. But that's how it so. plays. now. that's not even that. You look suspicious. It's just everybody's. Th- their their thing is everybody's suspicious. What's well,
1: uh, a uh, to a robot in a machine? We all suspicious. Yeah. We humans. We all
0: suspicious. Yes. My goodness. I'm sorry. Right. AI about to take over. Now nah, let's hope not. Not they're not doing comedy AI. Oh, that's, it's coming. They're not Watch. writing jokes. This is coming. It is coming. It's, coming. it's <laughs> gonna be a hologram. It's gonna be a hologram of Richard Pryor taking visit. <laughs> and now we can't get those spots. no spots all the holograms no, are back. <laughs> don't 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 tell Martini Harris that there's gonna be a hologram of Richard Pryor. <laughs> You're going to break I, that man's heart, Mel. I, I would. I cannot tell Tini. Uh, I'm making, <laughs> I made. we love Martini. Martini <laughs> love you, teeny. <laughs> Martini does Richard, if you don't know Martini Harris, he been around a long time, funny dude. And he, he he does Richard Pryor and he lets everyone know he does Richard Pryor. <laughs> and if
1: your eyes are closed, you would think it was Richard it, Pryor. He really does a great <laughs> job
0: with it. And, and of course, Richard Pryor was the best. And Martini, you're you're pretty good dude, dude. But uh, mm. um. But yeah, speaking of you, you know, you've really uh, expanded uh, your audience, I think, being on live in the D in the mornings. Tell everybody about that. Channel four.
1: So I'm on channel four every couple weeks or so. Sometimes I have a chance of co-hosting for the week. I was just actually on there earlier today. And funny story, the reason I got to. Live in a D is because I was doing one of those uh, events with WDT or okay. Ryan Patrick Cooper. Oh, sure. Yeah. And one of, yeah. So one of his outdoor uh, events at Old Miami, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And they were doing promo video. And at the time of the promo video, they sent over my Coles joke. And one of the producers over at Channel 4, like, totally loved the joke. And wow. then they invited me to, to be on. And uh, I think I started when they were doing Zoom. Okay, and that was yeah. about a year or two ago. Right. And then when they finally, after COVID, came and started coming back into the studio. And then that's when I started coming into the studio to do um, What's the Buzz on Live in the deep. But actually, it was the colds joke.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's terrific. Yeah. Who knew? Ryan Patrick well, I, Cooper. I know. Good job too to him. <laughs> I
1: know he's a great guy. So shout he's out to him. Guy.
0: Well, that's what it is. You know, you, you do one thing and you know, you you know, you Ryan's on WDET here, so you, you know him. He puts you on a show, then the TV people see you, and it takes off from there.
1: And it just keeps moving. So yeah, it was I'm actually good. that coach joke that got me there. And uh yeah, so they they've been pretty cool. I mean, it's been about oh, yeah. three years since I've been doing live in the D.
0: Yeah. They got to pick somebody. No offense to that show, but they got to really. I know they got to pick. They somebody. Gotta, I mean, they, they look at Jason Carr and Jason Carr is a friend of mine, but, you know, you can replace him with somebody. It's OK. You know, pick somebody. You
1: go ahead. You know, and, and, if, and If you want to pick me, it's fine. And, yeah. I, and
0: I have, you know, look, you're on the phone with me. You're going to pick Melody. <laughs> Mike Bonner's Thanks my friend, too. No, no. Shout out to Mike Bonner, who does a good job on there, too. But I mean, you got to pick Melody you gotta pick, me, pick, pick me i know Thank i don't you. know, i don't know who's doing it i took uh the comic paul mercurio over there when he was in town and he he started running he, he was like stealing the props off the set trying to be funny on the show they didn't know what the hell what's going on it was
1: funny because i watched it friday and they know? had uh and they had mark curry on there because he mm. was in town and yeah. um you know, same thing, like, he was taking the, and they didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, well, you, you would stop him. Yeah, I would just like, You no. would be like, put but, that shit down, Mark, right? Yeah, but, like, they don't know what to do. Sometimes <laughs> when comics come on, people don't know what to do with yeah. comics, because yeah. comics just go all over the place, and I think that's sometimes where you might need another comic to uh-huh. wrangle in another comedian.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you just need that thing, because they go, you know, look, I'm just going to do this thing, and stand back don't get in the way you know sometimes as comedians
1: we just like to just go fool. No. you know sometimes right. we need somebody to tap us on the shoulder yeah.
0: and and not step on your jokes that's the thing that happens with a lot of these shows and and i know it from doing this show where a comic will just start telling a story and, I, and i'll go oh okay yeah i did a thing like that and it's like yeah they they were doing a bit joel you gotta you gotta yeah. give them yeah. space <laughs>
1: He was doing his bit, you know, yeah, instead but, of but, having a conversation.
0: But some of these hosts of shows, that's not a knock on Tati or you or the live people. But they, they you know, they got an ego. And that can get in the way if you're trying to host something. You got to let people talk. A lot of these hosts, <laughs> they don't know that. They want to be the star. Yeah. They want to get the laugh.
1: Yeah, I think it's a fine line between uh, hosting uh, and, and, like you said, being able to let everybody get their line off know when to jump in when to, you know kind of jump out when to let the conversation go when to bring Mm -hmm. it back in so i think a lot of it and that's the one thing about comedians um one of the greatest gifts that we have for the most part is being able to read the room Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: so we can read the room we can Make sure you know that everything yeah. is cool and we know how to jump out. We know when we're doing too much, hopefully. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I think that's one of the greatest gifts yeah. is being able to read the room, and I feel like that's what's helped me a lot on live in the D.
0: Yeah, and and you make people look good and then they like you, even if you're yeah. doing less, even if you're going, Oh man, I don't know that I did this. If you let somebody do their thing, then they love you as the host. That's a well out way that works. Johnny Carson is beloved because. He didn't get in the way of those people. He let them get the laughs and he would listen. Did you have to be unselfish. Yeah. Some of these guys are selfish, Jimmy Fallon, but you know, let's move on. <laughs> let's, move on. let's not dump on Jimmy Fallon. He's had a tough year. <laughs> He's had a real tough year. Had a real tough <laughs> year. They went after him. I don't know, but uh, you've had a good year. I think of every, I've had kind of a rough year, but you've had a great year, right? Am I right about that? Yeah. My, um, my year has been wonderful. And here's the thing. Um,
1: even with the, the, you know, like uh, one thing about comedy, and that's what I love about us comedians, even with life happening, ups and downs and stuff like that, that's made for the best material mm-hmm. that I've had ever. And yeah. I almost feel like the comedy gods are like, hey, let me just throw everything at her way so that way uh, she can have some material to yeah. talk about. You know, so I almost feel like we get put in some of the weirdest, dumbest situations so that we can have something to talk about.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that definitely can connect, you know, again, the audience connects with your, you know, you're having a bad time and they're like, mm-hmm. I'm having a bad time. I came to the comedy club because I'm having a bad time and Then the comics talking about his bad time, but he's like, he's making it funny and then it makes your thing not feel as bad.
1: Exactly. Look at this
0: guy. Look at this guy making joy. this lady, Melanie. And then people it kind of takes the relief off of them like
1: uh especially around this time of year i'm happy that i'm doing comedy around this time of year because yeah. you know the holidays people oh, feel yeah. a little, uh, and um i feel like it, it'll turn people moves around i hope because so. i just had a show like that yesterday okay. and the people were like oh you know christmas is not really a good time for us mm. but they came to the comedy show anyway And they end up having a beautiful time. So that's that's what I think comedy is so much bigger than everything
0: else. Well, let me tell you what happened this past weekend at the Comedy Castle. We had a headliner, Nick Griffin, a hilarious dude, uh, really great comic, like super writer. I'm such a fan. He was great on the show last week with me. But, you know, we had these Christmas parties, Melanie, and -hmm. some of these Christmas party people do not want to see comedy. They are there because their boss is paying for them to go. And so they, you know, they get some free drinks on the boss's account and the comic gets up there and they do not know how to behave. (laughs) They were yelling at each other. We had a fist fight almost on the late show with some people and having, they weren't mad at the comedian. It was just, they were, they were fighting. I I think, uh, I think they were fighting with each other. I don't know what was going on. It was crazy. So these party people got to get it together. If you don't want to come see comedy, don't come to the Comedy Castle. Go somewhere else. You know what? That's how my show was. I had my, I feel like Christmas parties are very, they very are. weird.
1: Yeah. Because nobody, like for whatever reason, nobody, like coworkers don't want other coworkers to know how their sense of humor is. You mm, know what I'm yeah, saying? Maybe.
0: Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: Certain joke, like, because I did comedy shows and they get so tight. And then when you leave out, they're like, Oh, I really enjoyed your set. Well, I feel like even there at the Comedy castle, if they were fighting each other, that's something <laughs> that they've be, they been wanting to say that to each other. Yeah, that's, really, They really, be to yeah, for yeah, to the to do it. The
0: truth came out. <laughs> One fishbowl at a time. I can't stand you either, Brenda. Yeah. Not stand you, something else. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you so, yeah. when you're out, you're working with people, and you don't really like you. You put up with it because at least you're there, you're making money, you're taking care of your family, and then it's Saturday night, and you got to look at these people and go, you know what? <laughs> HR I don't not, like here. You.
1: Yeah, yeah. not here. Yeah, HR
0: not here. Oh, with me? Okay, I'll tell you a story about HR not being there. If the boss is there, I know this is a story because because people these parties come back year after year. It didn't happen this year. This was years ago, but one lady was just acting up. And we asked her as part of a party to leave the room because she was being a disturbance to the comedians and everybody sitting around her. And she got in so much trouble at work from that boss. Yeah. Because, you know, if they consider that, hey, you're on, you know, it's not company time like you're getting paid for it, but it is a company outing and you're going to make the company look bad in the eyes of the comedy castle where we got to say, hey, you're, you got to leave the room. Um, that makes the, makes the company look bad. They don't like that. Oh, I didn't even think about it yeah, like that. Um, uh, that was an extreme case, but that can happen too. Everybody behaves the themselves. That's, that's why I'll be going out with my company. <laughs> Cause I know how I am. I'm straight. Y'all cool. Y'all can stay over there. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to remember where we would have, where at the movie theater, we would have parties at the movie theater. We'd have a movie theater. We'd have a DJ in the lobby and uh, it would be, it was fun. I think some of the best ones I have when I used to work in the
1: court system and we used to go to like the country clubs.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: And let me tell you something, the country club, the good Christmas party, you you tow up by three. Okay. Good Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> you are towed up by three and you are sleeping to the next day at work. That's a good Christmas party. Yeah. Good get- Christmas party where you put cookies in your purse because the pastries was good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You got to have good food. You can't, you can't, you know, you got to have good food. You got to have, I'll tell you, I was at a family party yesterday and I thought this was one of the best food items you could ever get though. This was, uh, I had uh, Chick-fil-A tenders and then Chicken Shack potatoes. What a combo. I got so excited about the Chicken Shack potatoes. I was like, that's for the win.
1: That was it. Chick-fil-A. And chicken shack. And chicken shack. Listen. Is, yeah. That's like Shaq
0: and Kobe. That's like Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> that's the Shaq and Kobe a uh, uh, Christmas food right there. It was, don't get no better than that. That's my girlfriend's family. <laughs> they sent one of the aunties went to Chicken Shack, the other one went to Chick-fil-A, and it all came together on my plate. That's a good family. I that's I a was good happy. family. I was how
1: you need it, but- all you needed was an uncle to go to KFC and get some biscuits. That's all
0: you needed. We did not have KFC biscuits, but I agree. Ooh, that would want have some been, honey? It, that's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> all right. So tell us, The I don't want you to look too far past this weekend because I know it's a big deal for you, but can you look forward to 2024? What are the goals? Where do you see yourself going? Where would you like to be?
1: Uh, 2024, I will be dropping my first, uh, comedy album. Okay. Yeah. And I'm also, uh, did the comedy special. So I'll be, uh, dropping those two things mm. in the new year. All right. Also, uh, I'll be taking these, uh, talents to the road. So I'm thinking I'm going international, Joe. I think i really? want to go to Australia. Really? Uh, London. Yeah. 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 I met some, okay. some comedians over in Australia, over in, uh, Perth. And we're putting some stuff together. So it's so many different English speaking countries. Yeah. You know, so I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm going to take these talents uh, across the, the sea. That's fantastic.
0: That'd be great. So,
1: yeah. So my plan is to, you know, probably hit New York. But uh, ultimately, I got some plans to
0: go to Australia. So that's, that's nice. that yeah. would be my next thing. Yeah. Perth is, uh, I've never been to Australia, but I know that Perth is like one end of Australia. <laughs> it is. And it's that, like the whole western part yeah, and then or and east and then
1: Melbourne and Sydney is the other part. Yeah, they're
0: the other part. But Perth is kinda out there, like of even as far away as Australia is, Perth is far away from the rest of Australia.
1: I know, and I'm so excited about going because yeah. I got a, a friend that I met down there and uh, Sean Conway, shout out, okay. really cool guy. And um, they were telling me about like the fringe and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I'm excited about going because when I go visit places, I want to be with the the natives, the people who are right. there. Like, I don't want to do the touristy Their, stuff. So stuff, yeah. that's why I picked. Yeah, that's why I picked to go there because uh, I know I can. You know,
0: meet the natives and, yeah. and all that good stuff. So,
1: that's I what I'm mean, Did I, you see a
0: Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Maybe you'll see that. I don't know. But I think you'll uh, I think you'll find a nice following there because I don't know if anyone's like you in Perth. You know, I, I mean, so, Perth. But... it's like you got to. Well, there's people like me. I have relatives in Australia. The that's ta- what I'm saying. Italians, it's like, it's not... yeah, Italians, really? they left Italy. Some of them went to Australia. Some of them went to Canada. Some of them went to the United States. That's interesting. Yeah, so I have met these Australians. They've come here. And they Literally. look they look like us and talk nothing like us. <laughs> and
1: everybody all and nobody has nothing bad to say about the Aussies.
0: Not no, much. everybody likes Australians. No, nah, nobody. people. They're a fun loving people. Yes, I'm I'm excited. Good. I'm, you, I'm you excited. Do that. You do that. That's that's great. I I think the only I think I played Canada. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> And I think I was in England once, really just on vacation, and uh, I was drinking at a bar, and they said, can you tell us some jokes? So I stood on the bar stool and called, told a couple jokes in London. Oh, well, that counts. That eh, counts. they didn't pay me. It doesn't <laughs> <count>. <laughs> I don't even think I got a free drink out of it. I don't think I, you know, I don't think it went over that good. Oh, no, that sucks. No, well, that sucks. Well, not, but there are places, say everybody loves the Aussies. Not everybody loves Americans. No. Yeah.
1: No. That is true. That is very true. However, mm. they like black Americans. Yeah. Now, I don't know what I, see. I, I <laughs> They like me. Now I can go. I don't know what you're, now, okay. you are Now you okay. can't go, but I can go. That's a yeah, difference. That's... Yeah, that's a difference. Yeah. Well,
0: African Americans, they cool. We, well, we cool. The, yeah. Well, here's what I did find. I found that if I got real, like when I was in England and somebody like, I was at these music festivals and stuff and people mess with you a little bit. I found that if I got loud, And I got a real Italian. Like if I went like Robert De Niro, you know, and I really played it up. But what the fuck is your problem? What the fuck? Like (laughs) they they know all those movies and that terrifies them. (laughs) Like they're just afraid. Oh, this is a gangster from America. We got to leave this guy alone. Don't fuck with him. But I'm telling you, with that being said, I don't care where you go.
1: You tell people from you from Detroit, and they oh, gonna be like, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> they're that's true. Be like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even from the even from the the bad boys in the '80s. Yeah.
0: That is our reputation. If you think about
1: it, yeah, if you think about it, we've been punching people for years. Yeah, I don't really punch yeah.
0: I don't punch anybody, but I'm I'm willing to make you think I am and then <laughs> to get what I want. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. So if, if I'm gonna just ride out with saying I'm from Detroit
1: and they're from like, Detroit. Hey, did you know Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, I mean Zeke, my uncle. Zeke that's my it.
0: uncle. Eminem. <laughs> that's who yeah, they that's know. They know M and M. They wanna go to Eight Mile, everyone that comes here. And you know, you and can go to Eight Mile, that's all right. But you know, Take them to seven mile. That's what I always tell them. That's what I say. Go one mile down, and go then
1: one more down, go one more down. Different yeah. world.
0: Yeah, different world. I I saw a shirt once, and it was funniest shirt. It said, "You know, there's Detroit versus everybody." I saw seven mile versus everybody. Mm. I saw that shirt. I said, "I'm going with seven mile." <laughs> <laughs> that's who I'm going with. Everybody's going to get messed up. That's what I said. All they got to do is go down one more, and then they, that's, that's what I said. they, they want the eight. If you went to seven six,
1: then don't get down. By the time
0: you get to five, that's a wrap. Yeah, that's it. Seven, that's enough right there. All right, Melanie, let's wrap this up. We're going to see you this weekend. I'm so excited uh, for you. And, and you know, first-time headlining is such a great thing uh, for any comic to do. And you only do it once. And I'm super excited for you.
1: Me too. I thank
0: uh, Mark Rillis for this opportunity. Um, I'm just, I'm, I, like I said, it's just it's the full circle moment. I'm, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. Thanks so much for talking to me. I'll see you this weekend. Thank you so much, Joel. Right, see Melody. you this weekend. Take care. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was fun, right? She'll be in Australia. Even more of a reason to come to the comedy castle this weekend. Cause she's going to Australia to Perth. <laughs> that cracks me up, but I shouldn't be surprised. Cause she's, you know, she, she, Hey, You set your mind to it, and you're talented, and, and, you know, like I I gave her credit, right? Nice, professional, on time. Everybody likes Melanie, and you will, too, this weekend. You can catch her there. She's on Live in the D all week, I think. I don't know if that was before the interview or during uh, the interview, but she told me that, yeah, she's there all week at 11 a.m. on Channel 4 locally here in Detroit. So you can watch her on there and come see her this weekend. Fun show this weekend. And again, the two uh, class showcases on Tuesday and Wednesday, my students on Wednesday, the 101 students on Wednesday. If you want to do a comedy class or buy a comedy class for a loved one for the holiday, you can do that by calling the Comedy Castle at 248-542-9900. All right, let's get out of here. Let's wrap this one up lets you get on with your holiday festivities, your shopping, your wrapping, whatever it is that you have to do, but we will see you this week at the Comedy Castle. It's going to be a good one. Thanks for listening, as always, everybody, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye.